Step one, you make some stuff. Step two, you sell some stuff. Step three is what this show is all about. Hello again, and welcome to the Step 3 podcast, talking about lessons learned in business, professionalism, careers, life, anxiety, etc. I am your host, Ian Wilson, creative director at Build Create Studios in Ann Arbor, Michigan. We make really awesome websites and other stuff, but mostly websites. Uh, Today, uh, we're going to be talking about work-life balance, what we do at work and how it follows us home. And what we can do to, you know, better protect ourselves from getting burned out or otherwise just letting work interfere with our life too much. So today I'm going to be talking with my dear friend, Leslie, who does web development and design in Chelsea, Michigan, and has been working under her own name there for a number of years now. Hello, Leslie. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, so Leslie has a couple more kids than I do. We don't just one. Wait, no, the same amount. <laughs> two. Yeah, two. <laughs> what I mean is they have more years than mine yes. do. And so I really wanted to talk to her about just the experience of balancing work and life with kids is obviously its own thing. Um, even if you don't have kids, it's still very much something you have to keep an eye on because you need to be in the driver's seat of your life. But as kids get older... You know, they get develop more activities, and they develop their own hobbies, and they have to have a school and life balance, and how do you do all that? But before we get into story time with Leslie, I have a small story. And that story begins in the basement of a house in Whitmore Lake in winter 2010-2011. Uh, we, my business partner, Eric, and I had our very first strategy session with our mentor, uh, Jennifer Bailey. And one of the things that we highlighted during that meeting, apart from her uh, talking to us about how much money do you want to make, how how much, how many hours a week do you want to work, because you don't have to work 40 hours a week. If you want to build a business around working less, you can do that, but you have to, like, I mean, it's obviously not a walk in the park. But maintaining that work-life balance was something she instilled in us uh, from our very first meeting, because... When you're, when you're starting a business especially, it's really easy for that to become the central part of your life and just becomes an overwhelming force, uh, which can, you know, just wind up causing you to burn out and, and uh, just distance yourself from the other people in your life. So because we live in a culture especially where we tend to define our value, other people's value through our work output and our work product and how much money we make and what job we have, um, you know, it's just, just the truth of, of how we value things in our culture. Uh, you know, balancing the work and your actual life, the one you're living outside of your job. Um, some of us, maybe you have a better a better grasp of this than others, but I know I take a lot home with me that I have to watch out for. But it's key to, to keep that balance. So, uh, what I want to start out with then is Leslie. What you know, what's work life balance mean to you? What does that look like in your life? Uh, you know, what are some some challenges you've had? Well, work-life balance for me because I work at home from a home office. I mean, it's it's not nothing's ever balanced. It just shifts back and forth. There's mm-hmm. priorities that are always different. Um, but my priority at this stage is to be there for my kids because mm-hmm. they're only here for a limited time, which becomes yeah. very clear when you have an 11th grader. Mm-hmm. Um, so just making sure that everything is uh, accounted for in your week mm. is really 
But some days it's 90% work and 10% life, and some days it's more 70% life and 30% work. It's just always balancing. Um, it's never 50-50. <laughs> it's literally one's down and one's up and one's up and one's down. Yeah, okay. I, I, I can definitely see that. How has that changed you know, as your kids got older? Because I know like mine are just kind of the kindergarten age, and already I'm like, dude, i got to manage your whole schedule like this is yeah i'm like your press agent what's going on so i know and then yours are much older and have so many activities going on being very talented uh, musicians and dancers and, and just absolutely stellar performers so how is that you. well made they, it even harder for you maybe? they it does change but it doesn't change when they were tiny you know babies and toddlers you have to monitor them all the time mm. so they don't do something terrible um you know <laughs> get into the chemicals or whatever yeah but as they get older and they get into school I thought that that would mean that I would have all this magical time that opened Mm. up but it's just shifted it's gone from having to monitor them by the minute to always being on call to get them somewhere Mm -hmm. I've gone from constant watching to constant driving With all the activities, which you want yeah, to encourage. Um, exactly. But at the same time, I encourage them to try to find ways to be independent. Mm-hmm. You know, do you really need a ride a mile home from school? Or <laughs> could you walk or ride your bike? You know, give them options where they right. can they can engage more while still knowing that I'm there for them. That's good. Yeah, I never really thought about the whole monitoring versus driving thing. I definitely have that to look forward to. Yeah, I thought there was this magical time where suddenly I'd have like... <laughs> 10 available hours that I never had before and it never opened up. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad that I can shatter that delusion now. Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> I'm still I, you waiting. Know, I, I had some hopes, but I'm glad they're they're gone. Um, so in terms of, you know, you're, you, I have my office here, but you do, you, know, you do so much of your work from home because your work and home life are so integrated. Um, you know, what kind of work stuff do you find that really creeps into your, your life and, and family time that, that you struggle to manage? Um, email creeps in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am constantly checking my phone, but I've discovered this magical thing called do not disturb mode, mm-hmm. which I click <laughs> on at certain times. Um, but I do a lot of project management on the go. You know, if mm-hmm. I'm at my son's soccer game and it's still work hours, then I'll be replying to emails. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a little bit of give and take, but some of it after seven o'clock or so it's my work day's done mm-hmm. unless there's an emergency which thankfully yep. i'm in a field where there's not really true emergencies that are life or death <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just feels like it does yes. sometimes wow yeah and that's that's so insightful i'm sorry i'm sort of dumbfounded now i'm like reevaluating my entire <laughs> life i'm like okay i can just see myself in this position and i'm starting to lose track of where i am but i'm gonna pull it together well my, i've also <laughs> been choosy with my clients, mm-hmm. there's certain clients who probably wouldn't be a good fit for me, mm. and there's certain clients who I wouldn't be a good fit for them either. You know, that's a fantastic observation. I had never really fully thought about that in your situation, where there really is a kind of a unique subset of clients for whom you can provide. You know, where, where there's that that good proper balance between mm-hmm. the two of you, because you're so involved in your community as well. That you know, you also have some expertise in. Um, you know, working with community organizations and stuff. Right. Yeah, it's really-
really easy when you, you know, you love what you do. It's really easy to take that home with you and, and get burned out on it because it's something that you want in your life, regardless of whether it was your job or not. So it's even more <clears throat> challenging to, to keep the separation when you feel like it's so central to what you do, whether it's because you own your business or you just work in a job or work for a company that you really like. Um, and you know, it's a problem because you, if you, it's easy to take your passion, that fire, and just burn yourself out. And at that point, then you're really doing a disservice to yourself um, and your clients or employer because, you know, you through trying to make the most out of your abilities, you've then sort of used up your reserve of energy and, and you have to take a rest and you don't kind of have that nice even flow. And of course, you know, if kids are in the equation, they demand an extreme amount of time and energy. So it's even more difficult to to find that balance. So one of the, uh, another reason why we really have to be vigilant uh, about this is because work, you know, things that happen with customers or clients or our employers or our coworkers or our colleagues, you know, these are all people and factors that are outside of a control, outside of our control. And, and I feel like that's really dangerous to have something that's, that's outside of your control as sort of the central point in your life, you know, whether it's where you're deriving your personal sense of value from, or if it's just what you spend the most of your time working on. Cause I mean, if we're working nine to five, we're spending a, <clears throat> a significant portion of our lives invested in this. And you really have to maintain that balance because things can happen at work that you're going to take home with you that shouldn't be affecting how you're interacting with your family. So it's a really difficult, a really difficult thing to balance. So, um, you know, I think that you have to think about what your core values are and try and make sure you build those into to your life. And I know for Leslie, for you, that's a lot of it is your kids' activities and things. But what other, you know, ways have you looked at, you know, what's really most important to you and what you really want to accomplish in life or how, you know, the life you want? Like, how do you, how do you build that all into one cohesive unit or do well, you? going back to what you were saying about their burning out and things, I had an example of that a few years ago where um, I was volunteering for multiple organizations. I was on two boards of directors. I was trying to run my business and I had two kids in elementary school and it was too much. And at the end of the year, when I finally got to pulling together all my books and things for my mm. business, I realized how much less money I had made. Mm. And I felt like I was working quadruple what I had been working. So I kind of just had to start from scratch and say, how many hours do I have per week to dedicate? How many of those hours will be in meetings? How many of those hours will be for billing? You know, how many of those hours will be project work? Um, and I was surprised to find out that I had much less time in my week than I, mm -hmm. I was uh, scheduling things as if I had a 40-hour week to yeah. do the project, as if... 40 hours are going to be 40 hours designing or 40 hours strategizing. It's not. Um, so, yeah, I kind of had to strip everything back and start over. And it's been much more streamlined and balanced since then. Yeah, definitely. Just in, in talking with you over the last year, it seems like you've really, really rebooted all of that. Because, yeah, when we first met working on, on that Chelsea website, you were like, everywhere at once yeah. <laughs> you were like mega mom and trying to help like six different community organizations and yeah and i see a lot of my clients at birthday parties or at mm. you know <laughs> events later in the week so i have to make sure that you know that doesn't 
turn into a work meeting. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. That's that's very true, especially so, so boundaries. Yeah, yeah, very boundaries. important. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, oh great, yeah, let's talk about that. Would you have time tomorrow at ten, or do you have time mm-hmm. next Tuesday at two? Yeah, and that, I've fallen into that that pitfall before. You know, when you have clients on Facebook and things, and like, okay, I want to be personable, but is that maybe too personal? I don't know. That's like a whole separate episode that I probably don't even want to talk about. Oh yeah, Facebook. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> um, so apart from organizing organizing your work structure, because I think that's um, you know the great truth in life is yeah, you have your you know forty hours hopefully of, of work time, but then like yeah, how much of that is actually productive on the things you want to work with? Um, so how do you, like, where do you make time for Leslie and all that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm supposed to do that. No. Um, it's usually in the evenings Mm -hmm. after, um, after I've driven kids to ballet studios and music rehearsals Mm -hmm. and things, you know, after, after dinner is usually when we kind of regroup as a family and, you know, sometimes just de-stress watching Lord of the Rings or mm-hmm. <laughs> Star yeah. Wars or something. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd alert. My favorite yeah. ways to de-stress. Yeah, or, you know, I have, I love dogs and I have a dog that keeps me grounded because, mm-hmm. you know, a dog doesn't care that you really, really have to meet that deadline. They they need their, you know, what they need, so. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell a kid to wait. You can't tell a dog to wait. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't usually <laughs> so, work quite the same way. He's my sanity check. That's awesome. Um, for my part, I've been I'm kind of in the similar boat where you get we basically just kind of regroup with the family around dinner time, and yeah, either we'll we'll watch like YouTube of ballet or music performances, Broadway stuff. Um, I've tried more and more to make time to like sit down and play guitar and work on my songwriting and that kind of thing, and you know, I find that. You know, it's funny, I, you really almost have to treat some of those hobbies with the same level of respect that you treat your work. I really have to think about that as, okay, well, I'm going to do this, and I want to accomplish this. You know, it may be, I may like doing music for my own purposes and for leisure, but it's also, if I don't take it seriously enough, then I'll completely neglect it, and then I'll feel bad, and I'll try to compensate by working more, and it creates a whole vicious cycle. And, well, that's the problem with working for yourself. You know, I had this epiphany which sounds idiotic when you say it to someone who works at an actual um, corporation or something you know I had this moment where I decided my weekends are my own Mm -hmm. there's things that slip through because of you know I need to take off two days to do something and then I make it up on a Saturday but you know the weekends are mine and so that's when I really pull my sanity together Mm -hmm. and take a good look at my coming week and just relax and spend time with my family and plant things or walk the dog or you know it's just yeah it's just that you just need that non-scheduled time in Mm. order to pull your sanity back together but you kind of have to schedule your non-scheduled time right right? and that's that's where that's where the boundaries come (laughs) in yeah the 7 p.m and yeah weekends are mine anecdotal portion of the show so now um is there is there like a story that kind of encapsulates this or something that happened recently where that just kind of struck you as like yeah you know i feel like i have a good balance or a bad balance or just made you kind of think about about that well one thing i think it was last summer we went to mackinac island 
as a family, and it was an amazing, relaxing week that I didn't do any work. Mm. But I got this panicky text from one of my clients that their website had gone down. It was right in the middle of their festival, which the whole year had led up to. So it was sort of an emergency, and I was able to log in and reboot the website from the Wi-Fi at Mackinac Island Mm -hmm. with my phone, which I just thought was hilarious, and I was so proud that I had the technology to do (laughs) that, but at the same time, I thought, this is ridiculous. Um, So that that was a good moment where I solved a problem, but then thought, I should have a backup. So Mm -hmm. now I have an assistant who I can lean on and, um, you know, things like that come up. Then I would just say, hey, can you take care of that? I'm up in Mackinac Island and like little elves working in the night. It would. So (laughs) part of part of growing is building a team, whether or not it's your own employees or just, you know, good friends who have skills in different areas Mm -hmm. who can help you. It's it's really important to not be your own island and feel like the world is on your shoulders. That was excellent. (laughs) <laughs> that was really excellent. Yeah, um, getting older makes you a little wiser. <laughs> right? Yeah, so much wisdom. I, that was that was really great. All right, well, thank you everyone for joining us this week. It was a pleasure. Uh, please, if you enjoy the show, please go to buildcreate.com/step3. That'll take you directly to our iTunes page where you can leave a review and rate. Um, that is immensely helpful for us just to acquire new listeners and get the word out. So I really, really appreciate it. Any uh, questions or comments or anything else you want to say, you can send to podcast at buildcreate.com. I look forward to hosting for you again next week. Mm-hmm.